Yes, y'all. What's up? It's your boy, Sonny Fono. And this has been doing this. This episode is a little different. It's a placeholder. I have a couple interviews in the can that I haven't had a chance to interview or to edit yet. So I'm just going to speak for a little bit and let you guys know what's going on with me. And this is also just an exercise in me speaking, trying not to say, um, like, you know, all that shit which I will probably do anyway. But this is just a little placeholder. I hope everybody's doing good. It's March 26th, 2021. It's my older brother Jason's birthday. So happy brother, happy birthday, Jason. I love you so much, dude. Um, I've written about him on socials and I've talked about it a lot. And uh, he's had a big influence on who I am as a man and who I've become and what I've been capable of just from his guidance i call him my guide my hero and my captain love you jason happy birthday um recording this right now in portland and i have to drive down to california to recover my belongings from storage because that's a bill that i don't really want to pay and i might as well just go get those few things that are left behind and bring them on up because i'm going to be here for a few years it seems And I decided that while I'm in California, I'm going to stop through my old hometown. I kind of have two hometowns. So I grew up in San Diego. And when I was 24, I moved to San Francisco. And I lived there for about 18 years. So I'm going to go home. Um, Home two, I guess I'll call it. See, I just ummed right there. I'm so self-conscious about it, but I want to be a better presenter. Anyways, I'm going to go to San Francisco, and I've been screen printing, and that's what I'm going to talk to you about today. I've been screen printing my own designs and selling them online. You can check it out at phonographics.net, and I'm just going to kind of give you the background of phonographics and how that came to be. So I've been screen printing at Umbrella Inc. here in Portland. Big up Jeff Ta, Kevin, Emma, the whole squad over there, Daniel Savage, everybody, Vintage Valuables. Umbrella Inc. is a very special home to me in a really short period of time. I've been screen printing these uh, shirts. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to San Francisco. I'm going to go to Madrone Art Bar, where I've been DJing for 15 years. And I'm just going to throw out everything that I have in stock on a table and sell it. I also did a special one-off shirt for Madrone, which I'm not going to talk about or reveal. If you want to see it, you got to come. I'll probably post it on Instagram tomorrow once I'm set up. See if that helps. It's kind of hard to market on social media. That's a whole other podcast. It's a bitch. But 
I'm going to pop up and try to slang some shirts while I'm in town and hopefully see some friends and, you know, just kind of continue with what I've been doing. So I started screen printing when I was 14 or 15. I was in high school at Point Loma High School and we started um, graphic arts class with our teacher, Mr. Alan Peterson. And he was a really cool dude and he would just kind of let us do whatever. And I had originally got into the graphics, uh, graphic arts class because there was a dark room and I wanted to develop film and be a photographer or whatever. None of my photos were really all that remarkable. Um, but I got the hang of that pretty quickly. And then one day, former guest, Nate Farrow, back in the day, we called him Nate D. Um, we had come up with a, kind of a name for our group of friends called the Revoked Mob. And how that came around is a whole nother story. And I'm going to interview my good buddy, Josh, in the future. Josh Etley, what's up? Ocean Beach. Represent um, about how revoked the name came to be. But one day I came out of the dark room and Nate, Nate was holding up a shirt that said revoked on it. And I was like, yeah, that's sick. And he was like, yeah, dude, like shirts are $1.50. We should just do this. And I was like, yeah, man, let's do it. So boom, got right into screen printing. And I started out screen printing stickers and we would plaster stickers all over San Diego, like all over San Diego for and it, it evolved and it became revoked skateboarders and company because we were never good enough to be sponsored skateboarders. Well, a couple of us probably were, but we were never good enough to be really sponsored. So we wanted to kind of start our own brand so that we could get our own free shit, I guess. I don't know. But we were then we started selling shirts to people on campus, off campus, and it became kind of a cool little thing. And it was a group of friends. We were like the poor kids at Point Loma. None of us really had the flashy new cars. Most of us were latchkey kids. So we were hanging out, kind of raising each other, raising ourselves. That's the revoked mob kind of quick backstory, but we'll get more into it as I go forward with the podcast. Also big up DJ Unite, former guest. He's going to come into this little mini ep in a few minutes. So I started screen printing there, stickers, shirts, started doing multicolor shirts. And we did some really great, funny stuff. Um, uh, Nate Farrow was really the, the catalyst for a lot of the design ideas. And then DJ Unite was giving us drawings. And it was really kind of whoever was in the crew and in the class. And you could take after school class too and print after school. So dudes that weren't even in graphic arts or that didn't even go to Point Loma High would show up. And if you had a revoke design, then bust it out do it it didn't matter it was just kind of do it or don't vibes it wasn't there was no committee there was no approval there was no branding it was just like make something rad do it bust it out so started screen printing there and then I got out of high school fast forward a little bit and I had heard about a job at a skateboard factory called Sector 9 Sector 9 makes long boards and I think that my deluxe brethren in San Francisco would be like, oh, that's kooky or whatever. You know, most of my kind of core skater homies would be like, oh, yeah, longboards, whatever. But it was a foot in the door. 
I wanted to do it, so I just got down. And I went to the job interview to screen print skateboards, and they were like, why do you want to work here? And I said, well, I love skateboarding. And making skateboards all day, to me, would be making love all day. And they were like, you're hired, bang. So I just started screen printing skateboards, and that kind of became a, a thing. I was screen printing these like 48-inch, 60-inch skateboards, and we had to do all this stuff, burn screens in the sun, and it was just really wild. And I think I hold the record at Sector 9. I got fired a couple times. I got laid off a couple times. I quit a couple times, and I came back. I think I came back a total. I think I got terminated from employment like five times, and I think I came back like six. It was pretty funny. It was uh, not no hate, but it was just kind of a strange relationship for a, a young 20-something. You know, I was 20 when I started there, or 19. I was 19 when I started there. So, And then I worked there until I was like, on and off until I was like 23. Um, they moved, they grew, all of this other kind of things happened. They ended up moving skateboards, graphics to heat transfers. So, again, I got laid off again. They were like, well, you could feed the boards through the heat transfer machine. And I was like, I, I don't really want to do that. I'd started getting into doing sound more. And that was really kind of the direction I was going with things. But screen printing always had a special kind of place and time. But I really left it alone. When I moved to San Francisco, I got a job. Um, at a screen printing shop in Hunter's Point. And I was good at it. You know, it was fine. It was manual printing, T-shirts, easy. And I'd also moved around in the skateboard industry in San Diego. So I'd get laid off from Sector 9. I'd go work at Tumieto. I'd get laid off. I'd get fired from Sector 9, and I, I went and worked at um, Alias Silk Screening, which was part of Osiris Shoes in Claremont and we had automatic presses. I had all kinds of, I'd been just constantly gaining experience. So I moved to San Francisco and I'd gotten a job at McCune Audio and then that was kind of on call. So I went and found a screen printing job in Hunter's Point. And the owner wasn't very cool. He actually probably was cool, but when I was 24, he was not cool. And uh, he would just give me a big list of jobs and then go up to his desk and uh, fall asleep, and I would just do all the printing. And I, it just bothered me. He wore socks with Tiva sandals, and I would get like super bummed on him. So I went out to lunch one day, and I saw all these dudes skating, and I was like, "Where the fuck are you guys?" Like I had an idea that Thrasher was in the neighborhood, but I didn't know. I'd only lived in San Francisco for a couple of weeks. I was like, where the fuck are all of you guys coming from? And they're like, oh, Deluxe, right over there. So I was like, oh, okay, well, are they hiring? And he's like, they're like, uh, go talk to Bill. That's who you want to talk to. And I was like, all right, dope. So the next day I went to Deluxe before I went to the screen printing shop. And before I'd moved from San Diego, sorry, this is all over the place. I had worked for Republic Skateboards, which was formerly Human Skateboards. Ozzy Alvarez, what's up? He's like a makeup artist now. It's kind of inside baseball, I don't know. So I was doing sales for them, which was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. They just, yeah, 
So I was doing sales for this company. I was really just fucking around on the computer all day. It was like 1998, 1999. When OK Player first started, I was just like on the computer. And no, it was like 99, 2000. I worked there for like a year. And yeah, I was just fucking around on the internet. Kind of like I am right now. So our warehouse manager at Republic Skateboards, American Board Sports, they called the whole company. Um, his name was Dennis Kramer. So I go and talk to Bill, and it's Bill Kramer. I had no idea, and I was like, "Yeah, I worked at you know Human and this and that." And he was like, "Oh, you know, you know Dennis?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Dude, that's my brother." And I was like, "What?" And he was like, "You're hired." So that was like tw- almost twenty years ago. Um, I worked receiving for Deluxe. Deluxe is a whole nother thing. I'll do a whole nother thing on my Deluxe journey because that is all pretty awesome. So, but I, th- long story short, not even, this is going to be a long story long. What I'm getting to is that I hadn't, I, I just stopped screen printing at that point. I was like, I'm just not going to do this anymore. And I fucking really didn't. I really fucking didn't. Around 2016... I went to visit San Diego and Penguin Studios where we recorded DJ Unite's um, episode. Go back and listen to that one. It's really good. Um, Underneath Penguin Studios is my buddy Andy's screen printing shop called Extra Graphic Screen Printing. And I would walk by and I would just kind of poke in and talk to him. I love Andy. Andy, I love you, bro. I don't know if you'll listen to this, but... I love you, dude. I think you're fucking so rad. Um, so I would poke my head in and Andy would be buried in T-shirts and kind of frantic. And sometimes I would just go in there and be like, hey, you need a hand folding stuff. Not for any money or anything, but just kind of like paying dues. And I was like, oh, man, I want to print some stuff. I started getting like an itch to print stuff. And I I uh, ended up trying to move to San Diego in 2018 and Andy had already Andy had been in that shop. He's been in there for probably ten years now. I'm not sure. So I would see him all the time. But I moved down to San Diego for a summer in 2018, and I popped in on Andy, and he needed some help, and I, I offered some help, and he hired me up to print, and I was super stoked. So I was just printing for him, and then I would throw my own shit up on the other side of a client screen. That's kind of the the hustle. That's a inside track. So if I sell you a screen printing job, I'm going to burn my shit on the other side of your screen. Just FYI. That's just how it goes. Okay. Just deal with it. It's art. I'm making art. <laughs> um, Andy had me working. I printed some shirts for Motown on Mondays at the office. When we relaunched, I printed some I Heart the 90s 10-year anniversary shirts, and I was just really grinding out these uh, designs. And I had this uh, Sunny Fono Padre shirt that I had been wanting to do for a long time. And I finally got that one up in 2020, finally. So that's available at phonographics.net. And then Pandemic Hits... I'm moving all around the state. 
um, hustling, DJing, things are good. I didn't really think about screen printing. I left San Diego because I missed Beatrice. Got back up to Northern California to be closer to her. And uh, pandemic hits. And then I'm just scrambling, trying to figure out how I'm going to make money. And I just started messing around with this little design app. And I threw some shirts up on Teespring, which is a direct-to-garment thing. Teespring prints as you order. Send them off. I was like, that's cool. The margins aren't great. You know, um, if I'm selling a shirt for like 22 bucks, I make like eight. So it's not that great. You have to like really price shit high in order to make any real money off of it. So what I would do is take the, what I did was do the Teespring in September of 2020. I, I did some Teespring shit where you, my friends and followers ordered shit from Teespring they print it, ship it directly to you. Then I took that money, and that's actually how I made the first run of the Sunny Phono um, Padre-style logo. Brown and gold. So I did that, used the money, flipped it, sold some shirts, turned out great, was stoked, and then put some more shit up on Teespring. I went to Michigan in October. The guys at Wub or the So Bros in Saginaw, Michigan, did, did a li limited edition hat run. Bang, knocked that out. And then I moved to Portland, and I met Jeff Ta at a pop-up. He runs Umbrella Inc., and I told him just about, I told him pretty much in a very truncated three-minute version what I'm telling you right now. I'm a printer trying to hustle trying to get my shit up. I'm down to come work. I'm down to do trade. I'm down to do sales, whatever needs to go down so that I can make my stuff. So I started printing stuff there and I'm, I'm shipping orders and they're just different t-shirt designs that you see on the site. And I just kind of come up with something, throw it up, give it a shot. Um, I kind of <laughs> have a couple unpopular designs. That I'm bringing to the pop-up and selling. I hope. So I've just been printing, man. And that's just how it goes down. Um, yeah, just hustling that at Umbrella since I got here in Portland. Um, I'm really grateful for Umbrella giving me a place to do it. And yeah, I just come up with a design. Bang. Throw it on a screen. Print it up. And then... I was like, well, my name's Sunny Phono, and I'm doing graphics. And I was like, phonographics. Duh. Right? I thought that was really clever and cute and original. I was texting with Matt last night, and he, with DJ Unite, and I was like, I asked him something, and he was like, oh, yeah, and phonographics? And I didn't realize that my good buddy and my DJ mentor, Mike Check from Roundtable MCs, he had a, a record label called Neck Exercise Phonographics. And I didn't even remember, but it was in my head from 20-something years ago. So Mike Check, I apologize, I'll send you a shirt. Um, so that, it was just a kind of a funny coincidence. But that's how phonographics came to be. 
Uh, the name just kind of came to me seriously like three weeks ago, I think. And I got the domain phonographics.net. I hooked it up to my big commerce and I'm printing shit. I'm making shit. Very limited run stuff. Nothing sustaining yet. Nothing's like what I, I don't expect it to be really hot shit. But this is a way that you could support me if you're not on the Patreon, which I suggest you do because there's so much fucking good content on there that if you put five bucks on it now, you'll get the whole past year's worth of shit. That's a crazy good deal. I'd really like to grow that, but I don't know how. Um, but if you want to support or if you just like to the, like the shit, like I keep it priced pretty fair. It's like 22 bucks for a T-shirt, 27.50 for a long sleeve, 35 bucks for a sweatshirt. And then I did these uh, bleach dye and the sweatshirts and the long sleeves. And those are a little bit more expensive because they're super fucking labor intensive. And I also so I also got to take a shout out here to uh, my design director, D Bell for helping me with the bleach dyeing and all of that, the paleta sweater. That was the first big run. Uh, that shit was hard work, hard, hard work. I thought it would be easy. I asked her for help. She said, for sure. And then I showed up with like 20 sweaters and she was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but she helped me knock it out. And I just really can't tell her how much I appreciate that. So that's what's up with me. That's what I've been doing. I'm leaving here in about two hours. I'm driving to San Francisco. I'm popping up on Saturday, the 27th at Madrona Art Bar, 500 Divisadero from 2 to 6 p.m. If you hear this, stop through, buy a shirt, support the cause, support me trying to survive, doing this pandemic business thing. I can't even believe that I'm doing it. But then again, if I sit here and talk about it for 20 minutes, fucking of course i am of course i'm doing it so this is a little placeholder episode of been doing this i hope you enjoyed it go back and listen to the past episodes engage with the show man i don't know who's listening i don't know who gives a fuck sometimes i feel like i'm just talking into a void and then i'll look at my stats on my hosting site and i'm getting like two three four hundred listens per episode who the fuck are you who are you what's up engage with the show it's at been doing this pod i'm at sunny phono at phono.graphics is all the instagram handles come through support your boy i love you i appreciate you and i couldn't do it without you peace